Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, pleasure diva and body whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Well, hello, hello, sweet pleasure seekers. Welcome to The Pleasure Zone. You found the place on the planet where all things sexy, awesome, and total turn-on show up. You found it. Were you looking for it? You must have been, because you found it. And if you're tripping up on this show by accident, you're in for a treat. Because um, if you just happened to see the title, The Pleasure Zone, and you were like, I wonder if that has to do with racing? No, no, no. I wonder if that has to do with food? Mm, not really. It has to do with sex and bodies, my friend, and all things pleasure with embodiment. And so if you're into that, this is a good place for you. So what brings me to this show? Well, the fact that I've been the host of it for nearly five years is one reason why I keep showing up, and it speaks to me every week to give you guys topics and conversations that you might not be having otherwise. I mean, I mostly conversate with myself on here, but I feel like I'm conversating with you guys. So what else can I tell you? So I have a deep interest in actually contributing to bodies to have more ease and pleasure, especially in this embodiment. And... I do that through different things, different modalities that I've trained in uh, for many years. For over 20 years, I've been training in different energy work, body work, um, and different things that will assist people in the letting go, in receiving more, in having a totally better, more fun, and expansive life. And so I do that through different um, things. If you want to learn more about me, you can find information on Inspired Choices Network under Hosts. You'll find information about me under the Pleasure Zone. As well, if you go to my website, MalitzaJelenic.com, and I don't expect you to know how to spell that crazy. This it's M-I-L-I-C-A-J-E-L-E-N-I-C.com. You can find my bio and information on there and learn more about me. And you can also private message me on there, too. You can send me a message through my website. You can find me on social media and add me, friend me, and write to me there, too. I love hearing from all the listeners of The Pleasure Zone. So... What are we talking about tonight? Well, we're talking about something that I think is a number one, kind of like a number one thing to be able to do before you rock and roll and get some action. So we're talking about having some tips for becoming confident with conversations about sex. Why do we have to talk about sex when we can just, you know, jump on in and get her going and get it on? Well, I don't know if you've noticed, but in this day and age, we've got a lot of people who are texting, who are sexting, who are sending little brief um, videos here and there. I don't know about you, but I feel pretty special in that almost on a weekly basis, I have at least one masturbation video sent to me for my viewing pleasure or not pleasure, but whatever it is, I, for some reason, am gifted these things randomly, whether I've asked for them or not. So people communicate about sex in the strangest, most interesting ways nowadays. And 
you know, maybe actual conversations could be fun too. So, you know, if you're thinking, hmm, how do I actually have a conversation about this thing called sex? I don't want to say it. I'd rather just whip out my genitals and touch them and send you a video. But no, no, you can actually have a conversation. I know this is novel. It's kind of outrageous. It's kind of old school. It's almost like what the old people used to do. I wonder if the dinosaurs had conversations about sex. I bet they did because, you know, animals do communicate. They might have wagged their tail and did some other things, but they were having their own versions of conversations, I tell you. And what do we do nowadays? What do we do? We get out our cell phones and we send an emoji in the form of an eggplant, which I have never sent anybody an eggplant in my life because I only really found out about this. I I just thought they were just hilarious. I was at like a gathering of women about a year ago one woman was like, yeah, my husband just sent me eggplant, uh, Eiffel Tower, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Because my husband doesn't send me eggplants and Eiffel Towers uh, texting. So I don't know what these things mean. I was like out, out to lunch and out of date on those things. And I found out that all those things were like hints for sex. Who knew? Who knew that, you know, you could just slap an eggplant out there and everybody knows that that's like um, a request for sex? I don't know how people feel about grocery shopping. You know, you're walking by different things all the time. Do is that suggestive? What's going on? So confusing. So, yes, apparently this is like the new way people request sex is sending an eggplant emoji. So if you would like um, me to send you an eggplant emoji, definitely friend me on social media or uh, find me on my website and just say, I'd like you to send me an eggplant emoji. I will, if it pleases you. Um, you will probably not get the sex that it suggests, but you know, I'll still send you the emoji just for fun. So having these funny conversations via text, via crazy ways that we're not really having a verbal conversation, we're making crazy suggestions, um, maybe even just saying wink, wink, nudge, nudge, as if we're supposed to know what that means because everybody's watched Monty Python in their life and knows what wink, wink, nudge, nudge means. But no, that not everybody has and not everybody understands those jokes and not everybody knows what the hell that means. So if you're sending me a little winky mark with a little eggplant and then an Eiffel Tower followed up by lips and wine. I don't know that that means let's have sex and kiss and then have some wine. I don't know these things. I just see them as like random pictures. And this is how people communicate nowadays. So for all of all the millennials and, and all the younger than millennials out there who communicate in these pictures, I congratulate you for trying to understand each other. But really, there's a level of conversation that's actually not happening. And for the older people who have been taught in their lives that talking about sex is so wrong and bad, you know, maybe if you were listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show with Sue back in the 80s and 90s, that was okay. But that was because she was like a nurse and she talked technical and she was very proper about it. She is amazing, and I still love Sue. I don't know if Sue's still alive or not, but love that woman. She's a full-on inspiration, and she really could talk about sex in such a down-to-earth, um, practical way, and I love that about her. And I actually started listening to her shows when I was really young. I was probably in grade five or six when I started listening to her shows, and it was on Sunday night, and 
in Canada, it was on a radio station called Q107. You didn't get to see anything. Eventually, she had a radio, a TV show. But at first, it was all radio, all conversations from like 8 o'clock at night to 10 o'clock when, you know, a little 11, 12-year-old is supposed to be asleep. But man, I was getting the education of a lifetime. I learned about what squirting was. They didn't call it that, but she just made it everything okay. She made anal sex okay. She made... Um, you know, homosexual activity okay, she made fancies okay, she made everything okay, like nothing, she never whinged, or if there was a conversation she didn't want to talk about, I'm sure those lines got dropped, so she didn't have to answer that, but it was brilliant, and I think a lot for me in gaining confidence with um, with sex was that I listened to Sue, I listened to her a lot, and I actually had uh, a lot of information in my mind, um, so it didn't. It seemed to me like I was having, you know, private conversations with Sue energetically, so that I didn't feel so weird about things. And um, I watched Oprah a lot, and I, wa- I watched a lot of things that were unusual and educational. And um, I think I was like in grade seven when I watched. Um, I think it was Geraldo Rivera, or maybe it was the, it was another guy. He had, like, silver hair, but I can't remember his name right now. Anyway, he was fabulous, and I used to watch these talk shows when I'd come home from school. Um, And one year, there was an episode, there was an episode on, I think it was Geraldo Rivera, I'm not sure, about transvestites. So I learned about that. I learned about, (laughs) I learned about, on Oprah, people who masturbate um, and asphyxiate themselves to death. Yes, Phil Donahue, thank you. Uh, Christine in the chat room and also my producer and friend uh, who's assisting on the show tonight, uh, Bill Donahue. Yeah, he was educational as well. So Geraldo, Phil, and Oprah taught me a lot as long with Sue Johansson all about things sex. And I watched these shows and I kind of gained some confidence that I might know what I'm talking about. But I was also very fascinated and still am fascinated by human behavior I'm just fascinated by my own behavior and fascinated by others' behaviors and their thoughts and their fantasies and all those sort of things, which is what actually led me to go to university to study psychology with this kind of um, kind of degree um, that has a sort of minor in um, social studies that had to do with religion and sex. What a combination. So... Most of the classes I got through university to get my psych degree with were more to do with spirituality, sexuality, um, reconciling religion and and science and stuff like that. It was all very fascinating. And I found that even today, there are still references that um, that I make that are related to some of these classes I took in university, even some of the ones I took in high school that were uh, more like sociology classes. So Again, that like comes down to fascination and curiosity. So one of the things, my tips for you for today on becoming more confident with conversations with sex is get curious. Um, I actually wrote an article today because I was so inspired and laughing at myself. Uh, you will be able to find the article on Inspired Choices Network. Um, the article will be called Tips for Becoming Confident with Conversations in Sex. And it's um, I actually kind of laughed at myself when I was writing it because it was just it's all my brain really. I um, didn't hold back, and there are there's no um, filter, which is me. 
And sometimes um, I will rewrite things and I might filter them out a bit, but this one was no filter. So, so what I really wanted to look at was what stops people from having confidence in sex. You know, in my in my opinion, and we'll go with my opinion, um, you know, we're generally, most people are born with a sense of um, no rules. We're born, we're crying, we're screaming. There's Nobody's told us that that's not appropriate behavior until they start telling us that it's not appropriate behavior. Um, you know, we're naked to the world and, you know, we're probably doing all kinds of things that people, if you were doing the same things when you're 15, would consider inappropriate. So, you know, picking your face, uh, poking people in the eyes, yanking hair, doing all kinds of things that are probably not considered appropriate behavior. So as as we're, like, born into these bodies, we have curiosity. Our hands get curious. We start touching ourselves until people start telling us what is not okay we actually are born with sort of a strange sense of confidence. So how do we become unconfident and then how do we regain our confidence? On talking not only about sex, but just having, like being okay with having a body that does get turned on. Um, As I was writing the article, I realized how um, there are kind of a sense of steps and I actually kind of wrote it backwards in a way because it was no filter and no rules. And I realized that by the end of the article that Sometimes we've got to get really, really simple with this. Um, So we're going to go from simple to sophisticated, back to simple, and just a whole gamut of some tips and tools on how to become more confident with conversations and sex. And we're also going to explore some of the possible reasons and justifications that we have uh, used for ourselves that would have us go, no, 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 I'll never talk about that. That's just so naughty. I don't want to go there. That's so wrong. Um, And how many uh, ways we've stopped ourselves from receiving uh, enjoyment, just even with conversations. So how can conversations lead to something that increases your confidence? How can conversations lead to something that increases um, your, even your sex drive, your interest, your all of that, like, all of this stuff can be on the rise. So how exciting is that? I'm really excited to share these tips for becoming confident with uh, conversations and sex, and we're going to actually dive right into those. But first, we're going to head to our first commercial break. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? 
Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with Body Whisperer, Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. Ah, you guys are such geniuses for showing up. Because why? Because we're talking about fun things. We're talking about having more conversations and having more confident conversations about sex. Isn't that fun? So becoming confident. Um, I like the word of becoming. It's that we can continually increase the confidence it's not that you become confident, that you're becoming confident. It means that there's always room for more of it. It's an action word. So we're going to keep the confidence going. I love that. So I think this is a lot of fun. So in the article, as I was exploring some ideas, I really wanted to look at what some of the factors are that would stop us from having confidence in talking about sex. And to me, um, you know, if you can talk about the weather, uh, why can't you talk about sex? To me, they kind of are like exactly the same. I am aware that that's not true for everyone, so I don't always bust out in conversation about that. Say, for example, today I went to the laundromat because I had have these uh, like king size um, uh, duvets, and I really wanted to wash them. So every once in a while I head off to the laundromat so I can fit these giant king size duvets into the one of the giant washing machines. And you know, there was lots of people on the laundromat, but instead of saying, "Hey, let's talk about your sex life," cuz I guess that that's not where they're at. Um uh, I do have awareness there. I, you know, talk about local events. But I do like to engage conversation with the people just to see how far I can go and to see if um, if I can crack something open, because I'm cuckoo like that. I just like to see where are they willing to go. Are they willing to go crazy with me? Yes, no, maybe so. Um, it's fun. And it's very rare that I get people who are will be willing to go crazy with me. Um, and I do know that when they do, it can be um, an eye-opener. I will talk a bit about the benefits of that um, coming up in this conversation because I did note that as one of my tips um, and one of the one of the reasons I would ask people to talk about sex and one of the benefits to becoming confident about it, it doesn't always have to do with uh, having more action or appearing confident when you're approaching somebody to get it on. It doesn't have to do with that at all. Not always. So 
so good times. So one of the reasons why people have, and these are all, guess what, this is not research I've done. This is all just my thoughts on this. So if you have things you'd like to add to this, feel free. Um, this is just my observations. So one of the reasons I feel that people don't have confidence um, when it comes to conversations with about sex is that they've been raised by people who never mentioned sex like never ever mentioned sex. If you look at a household where sex is taboo and nobody's ever mentioned it, even if you mention genitals by the proper names, um, by the medical names or by the Latin medical names if you really want to go crazy, but um, by terminology that's more medical related, say for example vulva, you know, if you're using words like that, it makes some people really squeamish. Now, the chances are, if you're listening to this show, words like balva don't make you squeamish. But for some people, they might. You might have seen this um, this title and went, wow, I'd really like to have more of that. So tell me, tell me, tell me do. How do I have this confidence come true? And so that's what we'll be talking about. So just look at some of the places um, and ways that uh, you have been affected in your life that have impacted you, that have contributed to you not having confidence with your conversations in sex. So if you've been raised by some people in home in homes or even if, you know, when I was thinking about this in particular, I didn't want to say parents uh, per se because there's so many people, especially in the area that I live in, who've been um you know, raised by grandparents, raised by other family members also who have been in the system, um, kids who have been adopted or, un, you know, left, um, whatever. There's just so many situations. So just basically whoever, whatever home you've, whatever place you've been in, whether it's been in an institutionalized environment or in, um, you know, your family home or whatever it happens to be, if these conversations are never occurring, this would be totally foreign. I realized that talking about sex um, for people can be as foreign as, say, having conversations about wildlife or aliens or colors if these are things you've never considered, never experienced, and have no interest in. But you might have an interest in, but you have no language for it. So in the same way that if you really love flowers, but you have no idea what the name of um, different flowers are, but you'd love to have conversations with people and you feel somehow like everybody else knows more about flowers than you do, you might shy away from those conversations with flowers because maybe in your home nobody ever planted flowers and nobody ever talked about flowers, so you don't know anything about them. But you you can definitely develop a language for it. So and we will talk a little bit about that. So right now we're just exploring reasons why you might not have ever had the experience or never had developed the confidence in talking about it. And I just want to explore those because I feel like when you kind of have a clue as to why, what is creating that, you can let it go. Sometimes it's it's cool to have the, oh, right, it was because of the religion or something. And not that we need to justify it, but sometimes knowing that, or knowing what you've held on to um, as your block can help you let it go. And sometimes just letting it go is really cool too. Not a lot of people 
that I come across are willing to just well, let it go. They like to delve in and they like to consider things and they like to analyze the crap out of everything. So for analyzers, I totally honor you. You know, be in your head, ask these, ask some questions about, I wonder where this started. I wonder how I created this. I wonder if I can let this go. I wonder if I can change it. So that one, being raised by people who don't mention sex ever could be a really big contributor. If sex is never mentioned um, in your life, then, you know, then it's not even a thing that exists, right? Just like if aliens have never been, in, in, you know, discussed in your home, then aliens don't exist. It's kind of the same thing. Now, if sex ever was mentioned in your home, but it was mentioned in ways that made it very wrong, um, you know, as if whatever you're doing, and this is how I wrote it in my my article was when sex was ever mentioned, if it was made out to be very wrong and that the mere mention of it might have the intelligent designer of the universe strike you down with bolts of lightning, you may not feel like discussing or having conversations about sex. Now, I know that way back, um, people used to say way back, like even when I was a kid, if you masturbate, if guys were masturbating, they would have hairy palms. Um, and I always was curious, and I've never met a guy with hairy palms, and I know some some masturbation pros. So I don't know. I don't, I, so that would be pretty cool, though, if that was true. So there'd be a lot of hairy hands going around. I don't know if I'd enjoy that or not, but if it was common, then we probably wouldn't know the difference. So if you feel like saying, um, you know, if you've, if you if you feel like you're going to be struck down by the intelligent uh, intelligent creator of the universe, aka God, if you feel like you're, God's going to strike you down with lightning for mentioning anything sexual, or like when you say it, if you feel like there's this energy looming called God that's just waiting to get you, guess what? You're going to need to expand and breathe. But if that's truly your belief and that's not something you want to change, don't change it. If it something, if that was a belief that was impelled on you and you bought it for a really long time and you're like, how do I change that? You literally just start to choose to change it. So every time you notice that thought creeping up, you just notice it and you go, is that true for me? So that I find is one of the easiest questions to use to start to change things that you've bought as a lie. Is that true for me? And you might get, oh, that's a big fat lie for me. Cool. It might be true for other people, and that's cool. They can own it. They can have it. They can use it. But it doesn't have to be true for you if it's not. So if you if you have the fear that God will strike you dead, strike you down for talking about sex, um, and you'd like to change that, just check. Is it true? Oh. And every time it creeps up, check. Is it true? And take a deep breath in, you know, take a deep breath out and chill and let your body just breathe, expand and calm down because you will put yourself into panic if you feel like some intelligent designer is going to strike you down. You will go on high alert every time you have those conversations. Not the best for your health, just saying. Okay, apparently I really need to kick into gear because I am uh, I'm talking way slower than I thought I was. So... <laughs> So we have 
um, a lot more uh, reasons. I'm just going to mention a couple more before we go to break because when we come back from break, I really want to delve into how to, those tools that are going to get you feeling more confident. So some of the other reasons um, that I kind of went through were also being told. For example, if you were sexually abused and somebody um, during that abuse said, don't ever say anything to anybody that I touched you. Don't ever talk about this. This this is just between us. Never talk about it. And, you know, if you were a child and somebody's told you whether you're being sexually abused or sexually assaulted or there's been um, verbal abuses of sorts um, that will stop you from having conversation of any kind, then you might find that you do not have the confidence to talk about sex. Um, basically, you know, you were in a position that had that stripped from you. So that's a little bit more delicate, and that's something that you can develop over time, um, even if that was the case. Uh, and being gentle with yourself is a really good start. And then starting with being confident with even just talking about your own body, um, knowing your own body parts. But I have some tips on that, too, to make it really fun and easy. So... Um, of course, we have the cultural, moral, religious, ethnic influences that can also dictate um, what kind of conversations are acceptable or not acceptable about sex. Oh, there's so many of them that can impact us. Also, lack of education on the subject of sex is huge. Even though we have sex education in schools, we completely lack um, education on having conversations about it in ways that are... Um, going to actually create better relationships for us, create confidence, not just um, in sex, but having, if we actually facilitated our children to have confident conversations. And wouldn't that be incredible? They know they try and have kids do these speeches every year. That's not creating confidence. It's actually creating stress for the most of them. Um, but if we could actually facilitate our kids to have confidence um, and not cockiness, to ask for what they would like and to discuss what they know. Wouldn't that be amazing? Anyway, just thoughts in my mind on that. So um, I do mention it because I'll be a guest on the BU Parenting Show on Monday, uh, Monday May 6th, and I will be discussing, um, talking to your tweens about their bodies. So, yeah, that kind of comes into it. So everyone, we're coming up to our second break. I want to say uh, thanks. Thanks for sticking around. And you are listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? 
Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with Body Whisperer, Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MelissaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone, where we're talking about having more confident conversations in sex and how to become, how tips for becoming that, for becoming confident. So it's a lot of fun uh, stepping into that. And what I kind of uh, chose this topic for was that I've had several people in my life mentioned to me that I seem to have a strange confidence, strange, they haven't said strange, but confidence, I have this confidence in talking about sex and I have this different approach and I'm like, hmm, I wonder what that is about me and I wonder how I gained that, I wonder where I gleaned that from or how that showed up because I don't know that that was always the case, but definitely those uh, educational moments with Sue Johansson, Dr. Phil and... uh, and all the rest of those great shows, and Oprah, that all got me these um, interesting topics to listen to, were very cool. So, you know, I think those shows were supposed to be meant for adults, but I certainly like them, so I watch them frequently. <laughs> so, so one of my first tips that I thought about when I was thinking, how do we talk about sex when we don't know how to talk about sex? How do we gain language, and how do we, like, say these words and not feel like freaks, right? I may have some more tips to add to this, but um, this is going to be the the tips that you're going to find on the network, on the ICN uh, Inspired Choices Network.com under the magazine articles. This will be what you'll find under there. So the first one is, let's practice sex talk like it's a grocery list. Yeah, like a grocery list. That's what I said. So just in the same way that you might have a list that's like honey, jam, bread, ice cream, chocolate. Now, if you just just make a list, make a list and start saying it just as casually as you just said, honey, jam, bread, celery, ice cream, chocolate, you can say things like blowjobs, pussy, ass-eating, handjobs, anal, um, oral. You can say all those things just kind of in exactly the same tone as is exactly the same tone, for example, as you would talking about groceries. Oh, that's really cool. We actually have a question that's live. So let's go to our caller, um, Janice, and we'll find out what this very cool question is. 
Hello. Hello, Janice. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. So do you have a question um, regarding this topic tonight? Yeah, actually I do. Um, What I find um, in the dating scene is that when, I mean, I'm a very sexually open person. Um, At least I believe I am. And I... You know, I'm uh, I, I enjoy sex, and I think I'm very open to to sex. But I seem to have a problem when when I'm talking to guys, and the conversation gets around to sex. But it's it's the way they say things, um, and maybe I don't know. Like I find it very crass. Like I. I want it to be there you can say things without it going into like a pornographic movie. And that's and instead of turning me on and getting me excited, it actually totally turns me off. Yeah, so the conversations are going bizarre. I kind of mentioned that at the beginning of the show. You might not have had a chance, but it reminds me of like how people are sending emojis for um you know sexual emojis which are supposed to be like eggplant and eiffel tower or something i don't know yeah <laughs> but it's like wow is is that all you've got for me like what happened to the romance and what happened to the kindness yeah. and what happened to the listening and um i think what we we're in a place right now where there's confusion between men and women there's a lot of confusion for men about how do we approach these strong confident women um how do we ask for what we want and i think it's a time for re-education for men and women um, for relationships as roles have changed dynamically in the last 50 or 60 years and the ways that we've watched our parents have relationships are very different than the way we have relationships. Technology's changed a lot of things with communication and then the language that we're using and the language that's available that isn't uh, sh- that isn't being shunned upon, like even saying something like blowjob 30 years ago was like, what? You just said that? <laughs> I it, it wasn't you can't say that. <laughs> right? It was kind of like, like, whoa, that was like way up there. So with a lot of these guys, I think there's this like, it's not actually confidence. It's actually they're, they're having this, um, they're having like a, a, like an identity crisis almost. So the language that they're approaching women with is, it is crass, and there are these, and I'm finding like I get these really crass videos, and I'm like, wow, okay, this is how we communicate now. This is interesting. Are there yeah, any other ways yeah. we can communicate like, that aren't like masturbation videos, like that I don't even I know, know these people? <laughs> so I know it's yeah, it's it's so weird. It is so weird. It is and so weird. yeah, like yeah, like it does not turn me on. It just totally turns me off. I can be really turned on with a guy, but if he's like, yeah, baby, I want to lick your pussy, I'm like, really? Like, come on. Like, can you be a little bit more creative? <laughs> you know? Like, like I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm just wondering why it has gotten like that, you know? I don't know. I think a lot of it does have to do with uh, we don't know how to communicate anymore, period. (laughs) That's, Mm, I mean, we've talked it up to being on 
social media and different ways. There isn't a lot of uh, contact one-on-one, face-to-face. If you were face-to-face with a person, if a guy was face-to-face with you in person, um, he would have had to say that like a couple hundred times to people online, I want to lick your pussy, um, just all casual like that, before he said it to your face um, with you in the room sitting beside you. Like how many guys have the cojones to do that. Not that many. There's this false confidence that is just ripping through the nation. And I'm really wondering how much fun you could have with these guys. So one of my approaches is that I really like to approach it from the place of, I'm going to sexually intimidate the crap out of you. So, (laughs) (laughs) So I like flip the stage. So you can have a lot of fun with this. So when that energy comes in, I tend to feel like my energy gets, like, there's this attempt at squashing you to, like, I'm going to do this to you. And you're like, well, wait a minute, that's kind of aggressive. As we're becoming more um, energetically aware, we're feeling how those energies are actually, um, they're not an invitation. They're actually a repulsion, and they're actually quite a contractive energy. There's a lot of force mm-hmm. behind them, and there's a lot of um, rage, and there's a lot of anger, and there's a lot of projection happening. So we sense all yeah. of that, and we start to we start to contract our energy, right? So when you notice that you're contracting your energy, I dare you to just blow it out, expand it even further, be ten times bigger than that, be ten times bigger than their crassness, and then just say whatever comes to mind. Like I've said some crazy things to guys when they're like sending me these videos, like I had you know these masturbation videos. I'll say stuff like, "Is that all you've got?" <laughs> and they're like oh and then they'll try and like make up for it I'm like no you're going to have to pay me for my time my time is valuable if you want me to watch your videos you need to pay me for my time and it's surprising how fast they'll stop sending videos when I say that yeah so, yeah. That's... so how you could have a lot of fun out, like being you totally present is incredibly intimidating so I would just check, like, are you checking out when people say that stuff to you? And are you willing to get really, really present with it and intimidate the crap out of them? Yeah, yeah, because I do. I, I just, I just, yeah, I get very, very small. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, because it is intimidating. It, it makes me small and it makes me feel weak and it makes me feel crass. Like, yeah. 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 So have fun with it with women because you can have fun with it with me anytime. Um, because <laughs> guess what? It's actually no, Janice. <laughs> so, um, so absolutely, you can you can play intimidating with me. It's an incredibly fun game to play. If you can play with people who are safe for you, that you won't feel like there's um, there's anything that you have to like oh, my God, they just wanted to have sex with me, and I just said, oh, yeah, bring it. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, bring it. It becomes, like, hilarious. Then you <laughs> you get to be able to play with having your energy expand and adding words that match the energy of you expanding into that, being willingness to be totally present, and, which is so incredibly intimidating and fun. And I think you're going to rock at it, actually. I think you're going to be really good at it. <laughs> so I look forward yeah, to seeing that's what a- that's like. Yeah, that's that's a totally different idea. That's, that's, I love it. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. You're so welcome. That. You're very welcome. Thank you. <laughs>
<laughs> I have a, okay. a few more tips, so stick around, Janice. We're going to have some more tips, too, um, that I've kind of played with. So I hope you have fun, too, playing with the whole grocery list of crazy words like <laughs> pussy and ass eating. And just say it like it's your grocery list and see how it comes out. <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> awesome. Okay, cool. thank you. You're so okay. welcome. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. So everyone, we have just a few, um, we just have about another minute until we go to break. So I'm going to bring up one more tip before that. It was fun having caller on today. I, I love when people have the uh, have the guts to call into this show. It's awesome. It's so cool. So on the next little tip I have is, I just wanted to mention this before break because I think it's perfect timing. Just in case you know someone who might be really comfortable talking about sex, I don't know if you know anybody like that um but if you do oh wait you do you actually do right it it could be me uh you might want to listen to them more on the pleasure zone wow what an awful idea tell your friends about it anyway i had to throw that one in there so uh, we're heading to our third break for all of you who are listening you're listening to the pleasure zone here on inspired choices and network and we'll be right back after this commercial Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. 
everyone. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Neely T. Elenich, and I'm just so grateful for all of you listening in and for our caller today and for playing in the chat room. It's so fun. I have a few more tips for you. I don't want to leave you guys hanging. I have so much to share. So one of the other tips I have is plant yourself into a conversation that you might find a little risque. You know, your level of risque might be different than my level of risque. So if you're even in a conversation where people are are talking about their relationship and you've never had a conversation um, with somebody other than your partner about relationships, I dare you to plant yourself in that relationship. Yes, it can look rude. It doesn't really matter. I do it all the time. People just think I'm nuts, which is true. I am kind of crazy, but I, I love people's lives. They're fascinating. So I plant myself into conversations, and if they tell me to screw off, I screw off. But you know what? It's very rare. It's like one in a thousand people actually tell me to screw off when I invite myself into their lives. It's far more um, It's far more likely I have found that people will be like, curious as to why I had the balls to even think I should be in their conversation and they'll just talk with me so I know it's crazy and you might be like that's nuts I don't want to do it it's just a suggestion you don't have to do every single one of these they're just different tips for different levels of where you'd like to play definitely um, educate yourself is one of them and we've said that a few times that I've said that a few times but we on the on this whole network talk about educating yourselves all the time so Know your body parts when you talk about them. Knowing what your body parts are so you can be like, hey, hey, Buster Brown, I'd really like you to stroke my clitoris. That's right. You stroke that up, big boy. That actually can be incredibly intimidating to men or women, depending on your partner of choice or partners of choice at the same time. Maybe you have an entourage that follows you around willing to stroke you. Congratulations. I'd like to have that too. So... There is um, there's a level of knowing your body parts can give you a great sense of confidence so that you can ask for what you would like. And knowing some of the terminology can be a lot of fun too because that can be highly intimidating. Like, wow, she knows what bukake is. What is that? Um, and if you don't know what it is, look it up. It's hilarious and awesome. It's actually one of my greatest fantasies. So if you have, if you do know some of these terms, you might become sexually intimidating. You might become interesting, and you will appear confident. So have fun with some of those. Um, you know, if you don't have the time to like go researching, just find one of my 225 past podcasts plus this one, 226. Find one of them that sparks your interest that might actually give you some um, terminology that's fun for you to play with. I do have a lot of information in my shows like holy cow it's hard to even imagine i i got baffled by my shows recently and i was like wow i've done a lot of information holy cow where's my phd i so totally deserve one after five years of this work oh yes i do so any universities out there that would like to grant me an honorary phd i'll take that thank you and what else do i have um oh this one's really fun so here's my idea that i thought was cool Whisper sweet sexual nothings into a recorder, like on your cell phone, um, in your own voice, and say like sweet, sexy things to yourself. And then I dare you to listen to it over and over again. At first, I bet it's going to be pretty weird. It might be even a little strange um, saying to yourself, oh, I really like 
really love your breasts. I just want to lick them up. Mm -mm. Now, intimidate the crap out of yourself. Say the naughtiest things you'd like. Say the sweetest things you'd like. Put them on a recorder, but I dare you to hear your own voice say it. Because when you go to talk to somebody, you are going to hear your own voice. And if you get used to your own voice saying these things, you will not feel so freaky when they come out of your mouth. That was my other idea. And I think these are fabulous ideas. Why? Because I just came up with them out of the blue. I was like, I was mentally masturbating and these things were just coming out of me like crazy. So another one is get present, which I did mention to um, Janice on the call, get present, so feel your body um, and check out what's going on with your body. A lot of times people aren't even willing to get present with their body because it's so they feel how intimidating it is when other people are present with their body. And they're like, I don't know if I can do that. That's so that's so hardcore. Oh, my God, they're so with me. I have no idea what that's like. That's never happened in my life. Oh, my God, what's going to happen to me? My whole body's going to shudder with extreme pleasure or die or explode or the whole universe will explode. I'm not sure. Oh, my God, I just came. What happened? Oh, that was actually an orgasm. Woo! That that might all go on in your head. That's pretty crazy thoughts, but pretty awesome. And, hey, that happens. So, whew, try to get through all of these before my time runs out. So exciting. Woo! I love the intensity of it. Deep breathe. Okay, next. Be willing to go places no other person has gone before. And I say that because I found that when I'm willing to go places, for example, with my clients about their health, when I'm willing to allow people to go places, and if I'm willing to talk about anything and everything, um, like I recently had a client who was having an issue with her anus, and I was willing to go, and she's like, I have this problem. I'm like, is it sexual? She's like, kind of. And we just kept on going, and she finally revealed that there was an anal issue. Then I got to, like, educate her on anal sex, which was fantastic, and I sent her home with some lube, and it made me so happy. And I think she's going to have a fabulous time with her anus. Um, It's going to be awesome. I'm so looking forward to the feedback. And But these conversations do not come out, and we also have misinformation, and then we start to think we have issues, and oh my God, do I have cancer? My anus is bleeding. No, 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 no. You just didn't have enough lubrication during anal stimulation. Let's start there. And so if you're willing to have those conversations, then the people who might actually like require you, your facilitation can show up for you to facilitate them, to assist them, to give them what they need so they can change what's going on. Oh my gosh, there's so much more. But please check out my article on Inspired Choices Network for the last tips on um, how to become more confident with talking about sex and conversations with sex. I'm so grateful for all of you. I'm going to have a fabulous topic for you guys next week, so stay tuned. And remember that I have so many, so many episodes you can listen to in the podcast. Please find them. Until then, stay tuned in and turned on. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.